Discipline and consistency separate the good from the great. Welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show, where we'll be discussing leadership, business, human potential, inspiring you to live rich from the inside out. Unlock your creativity, stretch out of your comfort zone, break through your barriers, take inspired action, and achieve epic results. Now here's your host, three-time best-selling author, speaker, and certified executive coach, Deborah Kozowski. Hey there, everyone. Thank you for joining me on The Millionaire Woman Show. Today, I am dropping a bonus episode. Um, I just felt compelled to talk to you about resilience during COVID. And, you know, several months, it's several months have passed now. And, you know, we're not seeing an end in sight at this moment. And for those of you who know that I have a nursing background, I really pay a lot of attention to, you know, caring for people in a holistic manner. So, you know, you'll see me jump on on occasion and want to share some different coping strategies, some different stress management strategies to really help you move through periods of uncertainty. One of my specialties is focusing on mental toughness, that mindset piece that really is the game changer because we know that our thoughts, feelings, and behaviors lead to the results and outcomes we want in our lives. But we got to pay attention to what things are influencing us. We have internal, we have external influences. It can be anything from our belief systems. It can be the books we read. It can be what we're consuming on social media. And it can also be from watching the news. And I'll have to tell you straight up, I was watching the world global calendar, not the calendar, but the global um, map of where all the cases were coming until um, my US friends that they hit a million and I no longer could watch because I could feel a change in my state. And it's really important to pay attention when you're facing uncertain times or stressful events that we need to start paying attention to how we're reacting in our bodies and how we are reacting to others. I know that you know several people have lost their jobs, so there's a lot of uncertainty there of how they're gonna continue on looking for new jobs and finding new placements. And I know people who've gotten jobs during this time. So for some, it has been a total different shift and some it has put them in a place of entrepreneurship. I know a lot of colleagues, you know, have been forced from being on stages to being online presenters and starting to develop online courses. And so there's a lot of growth and development that comes out of these situations. But with resiliency, one of the things that I like to talk about, and let's start with the uncertainty. You know, when, whenever we think about uncertainty, we think about, you know, maybe an event happening and suddenly we have some uncertainty of how it's going to unfold. But the truth of the matter is we face a level of uncertainty all the time. From the moment you get up in the morning till you walk out of your house, there can be so many different things that you are not aware. Most of it is predictable. And that's the key word is that if we have that predictability in our calendar, we know that what's happening next, we feel confident, we feel in control, 
And then when something like a pandemic or a tragedy or um, some big news of some kind could be positive as well, can throw us off what we predicted. And for some people, being off their predicted path can cause a lot of anxiety, a lot of extra stress. And we got to understand that each of us handles stress a different way and at different levels, depending on the situation. And it also has to do a little bit with education, but mainly about the experiences that they've had in their lives and how they've been able to move through different pieces of uncertainty. So uncertainty can be exciting to some, depending on the viewpoint, and uncertainty can be very frightening for some as well. So there's that fear that creeps up. And we have to pay attention to how fear can play a role in how it influences our thoughts and actions. If we're fearful, we can hold ourselves back. We can sabotage ourselves. Because when we come from a place of fear, there is no faith. And when we have fear, we also go into what we call the amygdala hijack, the part of the brain that is responsible for protecting you, that safety. So you either go into a fight, flight, or freeze mode and that's what's going to be affecting the actions that you take. So you want to really be paying attention to when you get into a high emotion or someone else is in a high emotion. You need to de-escalate to a certain spot where you can actually have a normal conversation with them. Because when someone's escalated an emotion, they're not thinking clearly. They're not being able to articulate what they really need. They're coming from that fear place. Their actions are representing a place of fear. So we want to be able to get them calm, de-escalate the situation, and then really finding out what's underlying that. So we all face a level of uncertainty, but where that anxiety and frustration and even anger comes up is because we're worried that we're not going to be able to handle it. We're worried that someone's going to think that we're a fraud or an imposter, or we're worried that we're going to fail. And with uncertainty, we got to pull out the basics, the tools that we have. But one of the things that I have mentioned, even from the beginning of the COVID response, is that it's really, truly important in any situation that is stressful the way we can gain control back into our lives is knowing what we control. And we can control what is, has to do with us. It is about leading ourselves, being able to be self-aware when we're triggered, what emotions we're feeling, what, what we're afraid of, where we feel confident in, and being able to have that awareness. Because once you're aware, you can manage the awareness. And what happens is, is now you have an opportunity to say, okay, what are the things within my control? Can I control my environment? Can I create a space where I feel welcoming every day? Can I create a space that there's a division between um, homeschooling and work and, and my home? Because I think where people get lost right now is that there's no division, there's no separation. So you feel like you're in this state. Now, a lot of, you know, we were several months down the road and some businesses have gone into relaunch and, you know, moved back into the office with, you know, restrictions of masking and 
and all these different pieces, you know, and social distancing and the things on the, on the floor and, you know, and then there's still people who are working from home and there's that mindset that we're stuck. The mindset that I'm stuck at home because we come from a place of feeling that we're limited or we're restricted. And when you really think about it, instead of coming from a place and using the language of stuck, how about shift the language to being a place of safe? And I, and I heard this in an interview with um, Marissa Peer and Lewis Howes. And I thought that's intriguing because when we really pay attention to the language that we're using, and I talk about this, that our words create worlds. And if we can come from a place of paying attention to our vocabulary, the language that we're using, then we can start shifting to be able to be more empowered and not let a situation dictate to us how resilient that we can be. And it really takes me back to when I listened to the audiobook of Viktor Frankl's A Man's Search for Meaning. And it really comes down to what meaning and I'm, am I going to give an event? I'm going to let the event take me or am I going to be able to respond to the event? So when you think about the meaning you give an event, so working from home, you could be very resistant at the beginning because it's a change. And this is what happens. Whenever there's change, there's often resistance. When you understand and have an awareness of why it needs to be done and you get the rationale, you still, you know, you might like it. And you might step back and say, oh, I'm not sure if I like it, but I'm going to go ahead and go with the flow. But then when you start creating an environment for yourself and making that something that's very powerful and empowering, you might have empowering words, you might have a candle nearby, your teacup or coffee cup, you might have a picture, you know, to create that environment that's inviting for you. And also a separation from home. And, you know, so that you have this space, even if it's a fold up table, that you've created this space that, you know, you can walk away from and then just come back to without having to reset every day, but making it an inviting environment. And, you know, when people are stressed, I, like I said, go back to the basics and the basics, meaning get up in the morning, get dressed as if you were leaving to the office and showing up. I know how cool it is, you know, to sit in sweatpants and a nice top on <laughs> top. I'm not doing that right now, but to really uh, have you understand that it's a total mindset shift when you are actually dressed up, ready to face the day. You've washed your face, you've had a great breakfast, you know, and you feel more in control and eating healthy choices, you know, often during this time we're like consuming and you know, when people are stressed, they turn to emotional eating. But to really come from a place of what's in my control, what can I do about this situation when it comes to my food choices, making sure that you get regular exercise and, you know, make sure your physician, you know, gives you approval. But generally 30 to 60 minutes, if you get some fresh air or, you know, doing some steps in your house or whatever that might be for you, to make sure you're getting some regular physical exercise. The other thing that I want to remind you of, not only healthy eating um, and exercise, is to make sure you're getting enough sleep. Because if you're not getting enough sleep, you will be crabby. You will be cranky and 
and along with, you know, that hangry of, you know, being hungry and, and not getting us enough sleep, those combinations are not good. You're going to be irritable. You're not going to take care of yourself and you're going to react to situations versus respond. So making sure that you're getting enough sleep, that you're eating good foods and, you know, that you are paying attention to what you're consuming, um, whether it be tea, coffee, alcohol, pay attention so that you're not falling into a trap of, you know, drinking more as your coping strategy, not a healthy coping strategy. So you really want to be thinking about what can I be doing that's going to set me up for success. So in order to have that success, I want you to really think about all of these choices that you're making. Perhaps you will add in 10 pages a day of personal development. Maybe you will add in five minutes of visualization or prayer or meditation. Maybe you'll spend some time journaling at least 10 minutes a day just to dump any of that negativity or thoughts or insights that you have from day to day. And don't hesitate to connect with people online. That social piece is so crucial, whether it be online, whether it be in person, you know, keeping that distancing, whatever it is at this time, because, you know, the messaging has changed um, as we continue to move into re-entry. What I really want to stress to you, being able to manage yourself and going back to the basics is key. Then I want to also help you think about possibility. I'm a possibility thinker. Positive thinking and possibility. Moving into positive actions to get the results that we want with what we can do. It's really focusing on what's within my power. And when I think about what's within my power, then there's a lot of possibility. So I'm going to share with you a technique I use with Appreciative Inquiry. We use the acronym SOAR. So SOAR is about strengths. What are the strengths that I have? So think about the strengths that you have and they, how they can apply to this situation. And it can make it remind you of how resilient you are to move through any type of uncertainty, not just COVID, but all uncertainty. Where are those strengths are? You might be patient. You might be a good communicator. You might be able to articulate what you need and seek to understand. You might be very skilled or talented in a certain area. So I want you to pull on your strengths. Then I want you to ask yourself, what opportunities exist for me right now? What are those opportunities? Okay, so when you start looking at some of the opportunities, this is where your mindset opens up. You need to be open to possibility. Because what often happens is people are looking at all the threats. And here's the thing. We have moved from a place of acute stress to more of a chronic stress situation. And what we need to start paying attention to is really moving into that self-care. And I know that people are like, self-care, come on. No, I'm serious. Self-care is really, really important in the fact that you're getting enough sleep, you're eating well, you're hydrating. Because um, I know sometimes with a mask, it feels constrictive that you're not drinking enough. So making sure that you're focused on paying attention to your hydration. 
you know, still keeping the mask on and taking your drink and putting the mask back on, keeping everything safe for those around you. And being able to still look at these opportunities by being open and looking at what can I do? Key phrase, what can I do? What can we do collectively? Thinking of the opportunities that exist. You might have to have, you know, retrained and looked at taking different courses online, everything from Coursera, Udemy, LinkedIn courses. There's so many opportunities available. The libraries are open, you know, for curbside pickup and different things like that, where you can get books and knowledge. You have so much available at your fingertips. And I just want to make sure that you're looking at the opportunities that exist. The other thing is, is aspirations. I want you to think about when I look back at this time frame, what do I want to be most proud of? How, I, how did I use this time effectively? Did I spend more time with my family? Did I learn how to use technology in a new way? Was I able to dig deeper into different subject areas and grow as a person? So think about who you aspire to be and how you're going to show up. But only that is to look back and say, I'm so proud of myself. And you know what? It makes me think of uh, a post I just saw today by Andy Frizzella, the gentleman who started 75 Hard. He had this post about writing your past and moving into your future. Because right now, our present becomes our past. So whatever we choose to do in this moment, being, being very mindful, being very intentional about how we want to remember this time frame. We can look at it with negativity and frustration and feel like there's so much restriction. Or you can choose, keyword, everything's a choice, that you can choose as a, a time for reconnection, grounding, uh, clearing, uh, decluttering. You can use it and shift your thinking that it was a time of reconnection, a time of communication a time that's been very powerful for people to see things in a different way and think of different ways to serve others. There's been some amazing, amazing generosity witnessed. Amazing things have happened. Um, and people's creativity about, you know, making masks and coming up with, you know, all different kinds of things. So there has been a shift for people to think who want to remember this time in a positive way. And then finally, R is what are the results that you want? See, what you focus and put your attention on is what you're going to get. Because when you have a certain belief underlying, even in your subconscious, if you are thinking negatively that this will never work and it's frustrating, guess what? Your actions are going to match exactly that. Do you want those results or do you choose to have your thought, which you can choose a thought anytime you want, or do you choose the thought that's going to best support you? Are you going to choose the thought that best supports you? Because when you do that, you feel great and you're more likely to take action and get the results that you want. Now, it might take you a few times to get to what you want. Thomas Edison took 10,000 times. But for heaven's sakes, if he gave up, we wouldn't have the light. 
right? It's that perseverance. It's being able to persist through tough times. And here's the key thing I want you to take away. Tough times never last. Positive and negative, they are all temporary. But the thing that we want to do is try to, not a try, I'm going to drop that, going to really put ourselves in a place of choosing our thoughts, doing things with intention, and staying within that positive energy, positive thinking, knowing that you're going to get through this. Even if you have to repeat to yourself the mantra, I am possible. I am going to get through this. I got this. You're a work in progress. We all are. And we're all taking this in at different places, different ways. You know, um, weddings have been postponed. Graduations have been impacted. You know, so many different things. Funerals have been impacted. And, you know, babies are still being born and, you know, people are still requiring healthcare in all different forms. But our mental health is so important during this time. Our mental health is key in helping us move through the times of uncertainty that we face on a regular basis. It's not only when it feels like crisis hits, it's when we most notice it because it's most in our awareness. But you face uncertainty from writing an exam to opening the door and going to the store, even going to a restaurant and eating food, not knowing what's going to show up in front of you necessarily. We think it's predictable, but there's so many things that can occur at the same time. So what I wanted to in, empower you with is to pay attention to what is influencing you. Consuming a lot of negative news, whether it be social media, on the TV, on the radio, can be very draining. To have conversations about whether something's a conspiracy theory or not, and you know, trying, you know, wanting to keep safety as a huge factor and all these different things and wanting to to ensure the safety of everyone around you. It's so important to catch what we're thinking and how we're feeling and are we getting drawn into all of this lack of a better word there's some drama to it and when you and it's not that i want you not to pay attention to what's going around you you don't need to consume it on a regular basis because i can guarantee you know most of it it's been brought to your attention but what happens is, and this is a very interesting thing that I've learned during this whole time, is when we're watching news and we get in conversation, suddenly we have a piece of information that someone else doesn't have. And it's a dopamine hit. It's a dopamine hit to share it because it's like, oh my gosh, she doesn't know this. Let me tell you. Let me tell you this. Oh, you don't know about that? Come on. So this is where I want to caution you on getting caught, in, getting caught up in that negative energy. And even though you think it's not impacting you, I want you to think about how energetic you feel at the end of the day, how powerful you feel. If you're feeling drained and sluggish, take a look at your habits. What are you consuming? Whether it be the food you eat, whether it be the social media and news and media in different formats, whether it be conversations, whether it be in the books, whether it be in the podcasts you listen to, 
I want you to start being intentional and having that awareness around what you're thinking, what you're feeling. Pay attention to the action steps that you're willing to take and what you're not willing to do. These are all leaving you clues to the results that you're getting, the outcomes that you're getting, as well as how you feel at the end of the day. Are you feeling fulfilled? Are you feeling that you're doing meaningful work? Are you feeling connected with your family? Are you feeling that you're on top of the world? How you feel, how you think totally starts with choice. It starts with awareness to really make a choice into today, what will I choose? I hope you say to yourself, I choose to be resilient. I am resilient and I can face uncertainty and I can make it happen. So I just wanted to share some of that with you to remember that you are safe, to remember you have a choice in choosing how you feel. You have a choice to do things that enrich your life and make you happy. Start connecting back to the basics, how much sleep you're getting, the food you're taking in, the exercise that you're getting, the connection, the relationships, and creating an environment that serves you and that you feel good in being there. So get up every day, wash your face, brush your teeth, get dressed as if you are heading out for the big interview, for the job, for going to school, get up, put that water on your face and say, I'm going to take on today. And it all starts one day at a time. You are stronger than you think and you are stronger than you've been giving yourself credit for. Take that resilience and ask yourself those questions again about SOAR. What are my strengths? What opportunities exist right now? What do I aspire to be? What am I going to be most proud of looking back? And also, what legacy do I want to leave? What, what do I moving into in the future? And then also, what are the results that I want to get? Make a plan of action, move into action, and make things happen. I know you can. Thank you for joining me. I'm Deborah Kozowski. Please go over to my website at www.debrakozowski.com where you can get your free mini video course right now, three parts. And it's about making habits stick, really getting things to stick so you can build that focus and consistency. And if you love this video or the podcast, please share, rate and review, put some comments below if you're watching this on YouTube. This is how we get more of these videos, more of these messages out to the masses so that we can make a big difference. Thank you for joining me on the Millionaire Woman Show and have a fabulous day. Thank you. This is that bonus episode that will intrigue you. Now, if you're thinking about coaching with Deborah Kozowski International, please DM me, go over to my website, send me a message under training, and I would love to work with you and learn if we're a right fit together. So send me a message, get your 30-minute discovery session for um, checking out if we're the right fit. Have a great day. <music>